Hi, everyone. It is Monday. It's my favorite day. Why? It is Mothers of Multifamily. So my next guest, I had actually the pleasure of meeting her through a friend of ours, Edna Keep. Amanda Bolin is a fantastic mother, and I'm so happy to have her on. Welcome, Amanda. Thank you. Hi, it's so great to be on here with you. Uh, thank you so much for coming. So Amanda is a wife, mother to three busy littles, and a real estate investor. Being active previously on flips, under, and she's underway on a small development. She has narrowed in her focus to multifamily pop properties for long-term wealth creation. Being an action taker and not giving into opposition is what led to closing on a 12-unit apartment deal as their first rental property. And with having a young family, the kids are often included on the real estate side, but, make, but she makes plenty of time to enjoy downtime as a family. So welcome, Amanda, I have one question for you. It's the same question I ask every single mama. How do you do it? How do you have three kids, a husband, all the things that you do and get into large multifamily, get into real estate, do all the things that you do on a regular basis? How do you do it? You know, I think most moms would stop and go like, we actually don't. We just do. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> Breaking it down simply. So I don't feel like it's a, a superpower, but at the same time, it's just we're including our family as mm -hmm. a part of the process. So um, the big thing it's come down to for us has been just making a decision to do it and just figuring it out and fighting our way through it as a family. Um, and that's been our big thing is just choosing to do it and making action or taking action, I should say, on the things that we've decided to do. Thank you. Thank you for that. I'm huge on choice. You choose to do every single thing that you do. So what made you take the decision? What made you take this big step into real estate? You know, real estate has always interested us, uh, the both of us, I say us because my husband and I are a team 100% of the time. Um, and so we make decisions in our business life together, just in the same way we do it in our family life. And that's core to us. Um, and so making the big jump into real estate, we've always been interested. Um, I would say for my very first property, we looked at it as an upside thing, but we didn't mm -hmm. consider it necessarily like we figured we'd continually do that with our, our first house in the sense of like renovating, turning it kind of thing. Um, and then it kind of came down to like turning it into a business was, uh, we we're heavy into oil and gas. And so with our other business and there was a downturn and the reality was, is like, we had a company skip out on us. And so it was basically, we need to do something. What can we do? Well, we understand real estate in the sense of flipping and rehabbing. Let's go hard after that. And so that's actually what we did was it was kind of out of a place of necessity where we just said, you know what, we're not going to stay here and complain about what should be like, I, I made a joke that my husband had volunteered for however many months on whatever project. Right. And, um, as a, not seriously, but that's the way it turned out when they skipped town. Right. So, but anyway, so we, we pursued flipping and, you know, we did well, but the big thing with flipping that we found was that it's very much, you're not, you're only as good as your last flip and it's not an ongoing wealth generation. And so while it's fun and I enjoy the design side and that brings a lot out of me and I enjoy seeing the process start to finish, our minds kind of went back to where we talked about years back, one day we would love to own apartments. One day we'd like to do it. 
but it seemed like some grand thing that we needed to keep working our way up to and eventually get to. And so I was at a gathering that I made an intention to, to go to, and there was um, several investors at it. And so I don't know if you're, if they're, if they're more, uh, well, I guess there's a few different ones, but uh, Britt Arneson, investor girl Britt, I don't know if you're familiar with her on Instagram. Um, she's fairly huge with burst, the burst strategy, and that's her thing. So I went to a gathering at one of her housewarming parties, and um, there were several investors there from Epic Alliance here in Saskatoon um, to others. And I was talking with them, and they said, you know, the thing you keep talking about, you need to talk to our friend Edna. And, uh, and yeah, so that's how I got. I'm doing a little Edna dance. Seriously, hey, it's so crazy. So it was literally the one thing that we were just like, we had people interested in coming alongside of us and we just didn't know what to do with that. And, um, and so then I reached out to Edna and just said, hey, tell me what you're about. What do you got going on? And we just made a decision um, almost instantly, I would say, that we were just going to do it. And this was going to be our bridge to learning. And so that really went from going one day we'll do multifamily to we are doing multifamily this year. And so by the end of that year, we had, uh, we had one under contract right away and through the due diligence process that fell apart. But by the end of the year, we were under contract on the deal that we just, we just closed. And so that has just been a thing of action. So I guess us going into real estate and we've continually decided. So this year, same thing, we're removing my husband from his line of work um, and moving into more exclusively real estate. So last year was our biggest chunk of real estate. And um, moving forward, that's going to be the way it continues. Boom! Talk about action. Oh my goodness. And I love it. You went from wanting to do this, thinking about doing it, and actually taking the steps to find the person that was going to take you to the next level. So let's talk about mentorship a little bit. How did Edna, your mentor, take you from okay, we're doing flips, we're really getting into real estate, or we're thinking about this thing called multifamily, but it just seems so big, so complex. You know what? Let's just keep on pushing it to the side. And then it never gets done. So how did she take you from a dream to reality? Because you just closed on your 12 unit, right? Mm-hmm, we, did. we did. Congratulations. Still. <laughs> yes. 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 Um, the big thing I would say, so Kirk and I, my husband, we had never done mentorship before in the sense of paying somebody to do that. And we weren't necessarily opposed. Mm-hmm. It was just, uh, we hadn't considered it really. And we didn't really know we need something specific to us eventually. And so when the idea of it came, it was kind of like, well, I don't know. It seems kind of bizarre, but if she's willing to teach us, let's do it. And so um, the process of it, I think there was a lot of, um, you know, her course and what's taught mm-hmm. within it. A little bit of that, um, a lot actually, because it teaches the fundamentals, but the big thing that I found was the weekly get-togethers and it's being around people on the same trajectory and the connections that we made within the group. So with Edna speaking with her and bouncing off ideas and just the excitement, but also others in the group closing on their deals or pursuing deals. So it's like everybody was headed in the same direction and that was huge in the sense of now being around people who didn't this as a foreign thing it was normal in every day so it just it sounds so simple but it's really about like who you surround like they didn't do the work for us but we were around a group of people that made it seem normal if that makes sense. no that makes complete sense because that's i hear this story time and time again that leap from i can't to i 
can. And sometimes, sometimes it just takes a personal decision. Sometimes it takes somebody guiding you along, but also being around those people who have that same mindset, have that mindset of, I can do this and I will do this and I am doing this. And look, I did it and you can too. It's, it's a difference between the I can't of the world and the I can's. So tell me, so tell me more about this deal. How did you find it? Um, let's dive into it a little bit. I'd love to hear about your, your first deal experience. You know, I guess this one came from like an online listing, mm-hmm. um, kind of like Craigslist with Kijiji in Canada. And I, I, I'm on it constantly. I'm analyzing deals. Like I think I was around 50 deals analyzed last year. It wasn't like I just, you know, the odd one and then, oh, oh. So when I saw this deal, I reached out. There was really no details. Just I have a building. It was, I knew the neighborhood. I was like, oh, this is a great neighborhood. Kind of, you know, a little bit, we would be interested in this. Let's find out the details. So I sent, there wasn't a whole lot of details. So I sent an email back to the person. Didn't hear anything back. And so I later found out, and this is kind of jumping ahead a bit, but the gentleman who I emailed saw my email and it when I replied, it scrambled my email for privacy purposes, but he was an older gentleman. And so he thought I was a scammer or a spam contact from oh, his, no. his post. So he decided he wasn't going to respond to me because it just seemed like this Amanda, as he put it, from somewhere in the world that I have no <laughs> idea who she is, reached out to me, but there was no other way to reach out other than replying, right? So, so he went out to have coffee, tell his friend all about this person who's probably not serious, you know, not going to think too much of it, but we'll, we'll sell eventually here. And so about four o'clock that afternoon, he said he got this feeling that he needed to go back to his computer and email this Amanda and, um, and see what she's about. And it hurt. And so he responded to me with a phone number and the rest kind of went from there where, you know, I got the details and the numbers. And it kind of just spiraled. And that's the big thing is once I had the numbers, I knew instantly from the amount of deals that I'd already analyzed, this is a good, like, this is a solid potential here. And, um, and so we just chased after it quickly. And so we probably moved a little quicker than we usually would in the sense of mm-hmm. like, you know, to get it under offer. But at the same time, I was like, this is going to go fast. And I knew others who were looking too. So I knew, I knew they were all reaching out to potentially. So I'm like, I need to get this under contract. So within a few days, I basically, I, you know, I got some numbers, told them kind of where we're at, where we're going to approach us from. And we, we put in a written offer almost instantly. So it was off market. It was direct to seller. And then the deal kind of developed from there. So it was a solid deal from the hop, just as a basic, you're just going to buy it 25% down, you know, basic finance rate, nothing too crazy. And it progressively got better from there. That is a fantastic story. It sounds like a great deal. Oh my goodness, I'm so thrilled for you. Your first one and you're, you're diving in. So congratulations on your first large multi. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank of you. course. Of course. So let's talk about, because in your bio, you talk about overcoming adversity and not giving into opposition. Let's talk about that. Like as mamas, as entrepreneurs, how do you overcome opposition? And you kind of mentioned something at the very beginning about your former sort of life. How did that uh, color, color your life now? I guess, I guess that's one thing that, you know, we all have, we, 
we have choices. And throughout mm -hmm. my life, I've always, you know, I've come up, I didn't always have the perfect everything in my life. Um, but it, I had a good life in the sense of, and I always knew deep down that regardless of what comes at me, and even as a teenager, I had a good understanding of this, it's my choice how I respond. And so it's not that I always get it right. And I always have this great attitude and I always do. But for the most part, we try to take action and not just take the things that come at us that aren't fair. When this, this company skipped out on paying us um, with the business we were mentioning here, you know, it felt like they did this to us. Like we did this, we offered this service, we haven't been compensated, they did this to us. And so it'd be very easy to sit back and wallow, but our what we realize you know we're talking about is like if we sit back and do nothing we go in a worse position mm -hmm. and if we get and figure this out and kind of turn things around quickly you know we have options and so thankfully and i guess it has just been our big thing is, is we've realized the upside from taking those moments that were you know thrown at us um and different stuff whether it's economics or you know in our family life like you know as, as a, a young family and stuff you have relational issues and stuff like that that kind of bubble up over at times and so the cool thing about it though is that I've seen through these last few years my husband and I too is like not only have you know our business is steadily improving but our relationship is improving as both of us pursue more and so and that goes towards our family too we um we took some time last year my husband and I we went away for the first time in years without the kids <laughs> and we went down to California together for a week and it felt foreign to like leave our our little ones like our kids right now are are now four six and eight so wow. you know, back it up a year and they were a little quite a bit younger right one year at this age is big difference um but taking that time to recharge us and then also that that brings value to our children too um in the sense of keeping our families strong which is super important to us so the whole thing of overcoming adversity we just see so many positive things come out of making a decision to not just sit back and let life happen no, that makes complete sense. You basically, and I'm writing, I'm writing little notes down about what you're saying, but it, you basically turned your opposition into opportunity. Because imagine if that person had paid, would you had taken all the steps that you had taken? So yeah. you took what could have been like the worst moment in your entire life and everything explodes to opportunity. You created opportunity. And what you said about going away with your husband and filling not only your personal tank, but both your tanks as a couple, that's huge. Couples need to do that, I think, more often. But, you know, the parent guilt, the mom guilt gets to you and you're like, well, what about my kids? Your kids will survive without you mm -hmm. for a weekend. Get out there, love on each other, and come back refreshed and ready to not only serve each other, but to serve your kids. So your story is fantastic. Fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on, Amanda. So for my mamas out there, what, what last bit of information or advice can you give to the mamas out there who are either facing opposition or, or trying to get into large multifamily but are still in Team Can't? What can you give to them to take them on their next step? I would say mindset. 100% mindset. Um, and, and that's so easy to say when you're in a good place. Mm -hmm. But when you feel yourself in a negative rut in any area to take some time to find some time for gratitude, 
take some time to recharge your batteries in like invigorate yourself. We know all the nuts and bolts and it's easy to learn all the details of business in the sense that there's lots of stuff out there. But one of the biggest things that's changed in our lives in the last years is how much we're putting into mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's even one of the things that we're looking for in a coach right now. We're looking for another coach and we, I think we've made our decision already, but, um, but pursuing a mindset coach for, in particular. Um, and, and it's so important to reinvigorate, recharge, it spills into every area. And so what we've seen an improvement for my husband and I in, in our outlook in how we, you know, just having more positivity, mm-hmm. so huge. And I would say if, if, if you're stuck, get around people who have hope, who are pursuing things, speak them out, even if it's just on the internet, like, you know, unfollow all of the negativity that you have. Like, I mean it, unfollow. And um, that's big. So if I can recommend a book, is that okay? Yes, please. Recommend books, recommend podcasts. <laughs> Read lots. Read lots. Um, <laughs> and, and, but I'm like, aud- like I have Audible in my headset <laughs> so much. So much. Uh, but um, the, I am blanking, The Miracle Morning. Have yes. You, seriously. Live by it. All the books. Real. And so it's, there's so much that's been off of that. But to me, it's like if a mom's struggling to just turn things around, and it doesn't have to be extravagant, but I just love, it's so simple, the message in that book. It's yes. not complicated, but just taking that time to, for yourself to recharge your batteries, to bring yourself and start visualizing what you're after and just taking that time of calm in the mornings. It's, it's got a lot of principles. So whether you're doing it in the morning or you're, or you're doing it at some point, just to take some time to recharge. And so I would 100% recommend that as that thing for, for moms that are struggling. If you've got little ones, like I said, mine are four, six, and eight, it's busy. It's busy. And they're all home right now. They are all home. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but the thing is, just what you said, like even though they're home, and I forgot this for a split second, I stopped doing my savers for like maybe two or three days because I was like, I have to do all the things. All of a sudden, like I just became like, like it was like too much. And I realized it was because I stopped doing those things. It's all the mindset. It's taking that moment to recharge your own brain. And the thing is, and I, the, the one, a lot of things, but one of the things I love about the Miracle Morning and Hal Elrod is that he doesn't leave any room for excuses. You can do the Miracle Morning. You can do it for an hour, two hours, or you can do it for five minutes. You can do a five minute or six minute. Anyway, six minute miracle morning. Cause you can take a minute and do every single thing. Even if it's like a minute to do some jumping jacks, you've still done it. So no excuses. Yes, I love it. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Amanda, for coming on. Again, everyone, if you wanna find Amanda, how, what is the easiest way that people can find you? Um, I have, I guess this is one thing I need to, I, I don't have a real estate specific Instagram, but you can find me Amanda Bolin on Facebook. Perfect. I'm on there. You can give me a look up. So if you want more information about Amanda's story, look her up on Facebook. I'll have the link in the bio. If you've loved what you heard from Amanda and from any of my other mamas, please rate and review, subscribe. Let me know what I'm doing, how I'm doing, and how I can best serve you. And again, thank you so much, Amanda, for coming on. And I am so grateful to all my listeners for listening in and learning with us. So grateful. Bye now.